How is everybody doing? And welcome back for another Strength Chat episode. Today, I have got a very special guest for you. Today, I'm joined by a competitive powerlifter for over 10 years and the founder and CEO of My Strength Book. Today, I am joined by the one and only Mike McDonald. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Thanks a lot for taking the time to to jump on. Um, How are you? What's been happening in your world? Uh, It's been a crazy year. Um... You know, with uh, with COVID and lockdowns, um, been pretty uh, uh, locked in, I guess. And we're, I'm up in Canada, so uh, we were um, uh, on a pretty tight lockdown. Gyms were closed. Um, you know, we had to change a lot of things in our business as well. Um, so we've been, you know, it's given us a, a lot of opportunity to work on that and 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 change how we operate and the product. And and uh, yeah, it's been it's been pretty. Uh, pretty hectic year for us yeah and these things yeah definitely and our things sort of um i know over in the uk you know gyms are are back up and running and we're getting relatively uh, some form back to normality how are things uh, you know over in in canada in terms of gyms opening and training and you know getting back to a little bit of normality yeah we uh we just reopened like last week uh we've been locked most fitness facilities depends on the province have been closed since I think like January. Um, and before that they were open for like two or three months in the fall. And then, you know, there was a good six month stint there uh, when COVID first started. So for the majority of the last like 15 months, uh, gyms have been shut down. So if you didn't have like a home gym set up, you were, uh, you know, shit out of luck. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's been a little bit, uh, it's been a little bit difficult. I know, um, you know, I've I've, I've mentioned it a, a couple of times before when I've uh, in in other episodes that. You know, when the gym first shut down, we lent quite a lot of equipment to to a lot of members, and then I forgot that um, uh, I actually needed I actually needed some kit. Um, and then when uh, the gyms reopened, and then the UK went back into another lockdown. Um, uh, we've got some new uh, calibrated Alico plates and, you know, Alico bar. And then we went into, then we went into lockdown again. So it was kind of uh, the plates and the new kit was there to be uh, just, just teasing us um, to get, to get back in training, but um, competitions are up and running as well. Um, uh, sort of uh, back in the U- back in the UK as well, um, which will be uh, which will be really good. It's, uh, it, it's crazy to think that it's been over a year since anyone's really competed. Yeah, no, I was I was watching a bit of the USAPL Nationals this morning. It was exciting to see a platform again. It's just kind of been uh, so long since you got to watch a powerlifting competition, so that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, the going back to your point on the on the gym setup, I uh, I was lucky enough to have a setup for the first like six months of COVID. I, I, I live in like a high rise condo, so I had like my kitchen turned into a powerlifting gym, which was. Uh, pretty annoying in terms of space but it did the trick for a while and then I actually took the last like three months off training I was just too busy with with uh, my strength book and when gyms shut down again I I just decided to, to take the opportunity to to rest and and, and you know I was doing some cardio and, and, and chin-ups and, and dumbbell stuff but uh, I decided to leave the powerlifting equipment at the gym and, and just give my body some time to heal because I think it was like the first time in 17 years of training I've taken you know more than a week off yeah do you feel better for that because just on a little bit of a tangent i know you know speaking with um especially with gyms closed or not having the opportunity to train in realistically not everyone has sometimes has that opportunity just to take take Mm -hmm. take time off do you feel a little bit better for that 
No, I actually feel like shit. Uh, (laughs) You know, I've last week was the first week back uh, lifting. So it was a slow start. Uh, Obviously I'm, I'm pretty sore right now, but uh, definitely getting to this uh, uh, rut, I guess, where you you just want to lift something heavy and you know, your body's so used to, to training. Um, I wasn't sleeping that well. Like I wasn't tiring myself out. So I definitely missed that. uh, And now I'm a little rusty. So I'm looking forward to diving back into it. Oh, good. Um, and then how was sort of, uh, you know, the, the rest of the year looking with, you know, my strength book and, you know, are you looking to, um, uh, you know, get back on the, get back on the platform or, um, you know, what, what, what sort of the plan, plan ahead, especially having, you know, a time off from this? Yeah. Um, you know, with COVID, uh, when it first started, we saw a massive drop in, in subscriptions. Like we had two products, uh, for the last couple of years, um, well, three, we, we were selling subscriptions to just a, a tracker uh, that was specifically built for powerlifting. We had a subscription, a premium subscription, which was access to training programs. We just partnered with a bunch of people around the world. And then we built a coaching portal about two years ago. Um, and then when COVID happened, it was like every gym around the world closed. There's a lot of big drop off. So we really had to th- rethink our business. And, we, and in a sense, we had to pivot. Um, so it gave me a lot of time to just, you know, think about what, I want to be working on as a product. Um, what are the opportunities that are out there with this massive change and how people train, how people coach um, and what can we do to serve that and, and come out the other side of this head. So with that, uh, you know, we took a massive risk. Um, we grandfathered out all of our old products. Uh, we decided to not to rebrand, but to relaunch. So we, we launched with, a more simplified product suite um, and only serve coaches. So we became, instead of direct to consumer, we only sell our products to strength coaches and, and creators in the fitness space. So anybody, you know, under that fitness entrepreneur realm, um, you know, that required, you know, cutting off access to our old products that we're doing quite, you know, keeping the lights on, I guess, and they're doing quite well when, when times are better. Uh, but I do think that it was the right move. So we, uh, we launched that in, in February. Uh, we called the products push and pull, which I thought was pretty clever. Um, pull is our uh, coaching platform. So you can think of it as like an athlete management system, a productivity tool for coaches. It's really everything in one. Um, you know, the biggest thing we were hearing from coaches was, uh, they're using spreadsheets. They're using, you know, they're getting tagged in videos on Instagram. They're getting emails. They're getting text messages. It was just everything was everywhere, and spreadsheets are super clunky. So, we uh, we basically interviewed as many coaches as we could. We just looked at the the full cycle of how they, you know, onboard somebody to, uh, you know, measure and evaluate their progress. And then we built tools around that to streamline it. So that has been super successful this year. A lot of people were forced to move online anyway. So this is the perfect tool to get them up and running. Um, And it's very data heavy. So everything is tracked effortlessly. Like you don't have to actually build anything. It's all there. It's very relevant to strength training. Um, So that was, that was that system. We mainly just optimized it. Like it was already existed for two years and we just rebuilt the whole thing and and built it better. And then push, uh, which is our subscription app that uh, what that does is allows people to launch their own strength training app. So they can 
build as many programs as they want. It's fully white labeled. And then they have this thing that's out there that they can drive their own traffic to and people can sign up. It's fully self-serve. They, you know, buy a subscription for like 29 to $49 a month, whatever they want to charge. And they get unlimited access to all their training programs. And each training program is, is like a digital product. Like it's not in a sense coaching, but there's a lot of instructions on how to complete the, the exercises. There's demo videos, there's, there's notes, there's, there's content, there's a private community. Um, all the, the loads in the programs are calculated based off a of percentage or an RPE. Um, so you never feel lost when you're going through it. So it's for that user that you know, is not looking for coaching or can't or doesn't necessarily have the the resources to afford coaching and, and just wants a program or a community to be part of and follow along. So uh, we launched that in in May. So we've only had like one month. It's been super successful. You know, we've we've taken a lot of companies from you know zero to hero on running a subscription business, which is kind of cool. Um, so yeah, we're we're really uh, doubling down on that product right now. Oh, cool. I know that we'll we'll get into a, a, a little bit more uh, questions about that um, uh, as the as the chat sort of goes on. But um, you've mentioned we've obviously uh, spoken about the products and you know my strength book. Um, but for anyone listening who might not know your background, how you know my strength book came about, just want to give a little bit of a of a background to yourself. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I've been powerlifting since two thousand five. I did my first worlds in 2007. So I'm like an old school lifter. Uh, I'm kind of out of the game now. Not many people know about me, um, but I've always still been involved in behind the scenes. So I competed uh, competitively about 10 years straight. Um, you know, I've done, I don't, I can't even count how many world champions chips. Uh, I've done the Arnold twice, uh, national champion every year. Um, multiple records compete in both the 90 kilo and hundred kilo class. So that's the old classes. And then recently moved over to raw and I'm, I've been doing the one Oh five class now, uh, just having fun with it, mostly recreational lifting, which is just keeping me, keeping me active, but I do want to get back into it more serious. I just haven't found the time. Um, but I started out as a grip. Now, now I'm definitely just, just raw. I don't have the, the people or the time or the desire to, you know, wrap my knees anymore, or <laughs> put on those suits. So yeah. um, it's been, it's been fun. But uh, after that, I, I went to business school, I have a degree in, uh, in business finance and accounting, um, became a chartered accountant, did that whole corporate uh, thing for as many years as I could think of, uh, hated it. Um, got into software development, um, you know, just kind of jumped into it. I had a bit of a background when I was younger, um, from running some other projects when I was a teenager, uh, you know, everything changed so fast that I had no idea what I was doing, but we decided, you know, my strength book was just like something we wanted to make a run at. So we really just thought, how do we get, how do we work on a business that is something we're interested in? That was where we started was, uh, powerlifting. Okay what problem can we solve there's no apps that are specific to it let's just do that so we built a tracker and, and it really just tracked all the training metrics so you just track what you were doing and it spit, it spit out a bunch of results and, and charts and stuff which is pretty cool and quickly realized that that doesn't scale too well there's not a million powerlifters in the world and you know nine bucks a month wasn't really getting us anywhere but it, you know it definitely allowed us to you know stand on our own two feet figure out development cycle how to build scalable software um, and then we just started that process of iteration. So it was like, uh, you know, 
how do we you know learn from our customers you know solve problems for them that you know are worth solving that are actually going to turn into a scaled business um, and it's been like a six-year journey now and and at first we we're doing that this off uh, to the side so it's just like a, a side hustle um, this year I've actually gone full-time on it uh, so now I'm you know quite serious we built the team up to there's like 12 full-time people now um, we're moving fast. So it's, it's been, uh, it's been a really fun project to work on in, in a, in a space that I'm, you know, super passionate about and very interested in. So that's, it's kind of how the whole thing came about and, you know, we're still have a long way to go, but, uh, yeah, I think we're, we're really, uh, on the right track now to make a huge impact in the industry. Yeah, cool. I know we've, um, you know, over, you know, six years of, of developing and starting out, just, you know, tracking certain metrics, what has been sort of like the biggest changes and um, maybe influences on actually what you're, what you're putting in there. And obviously, you know, working with um, Jason Tremblay over at the, at the strength guys as well. Um, what have you found or have your influences changed as you, as you, as you've progressed through? Yeah. So um, like I have a, a... I spent many years as an analyst, like in hardcore finance. And I was like super nerdy when it came to data and reports. So I was just building when I, before my strength book, I was just tracking everything on spreadsheets. I loved like looking at, you know, different trends and, you know, I'm not a coach. So, that, you know, it's hard for me to, you know, uh, pinpoint like one metric that, you know, moves the needle. But for me, I was just looking for trends and it was like, you know, you get volumes, that's the volume is the easy one. And then different you know, levels of intensity and averages and, um, you know, just having a holistic view on your training definitely helped me. So we just turned that into, you know, a product and that's sort of where we started, but we definitely, uh, learn from our customers. So I am constantly, because I'm not a coach, like I, I spend most of my day talking to people, uh, whether they're a customer of ours or not just about like, what are they looking at? What are the tools that they have? Uh, and how can we build products around that to, to streamline some of the, the the reports and analysis that they need to make sure that their athletes are going in the right direction? Um, so yeah, Jason is joining us this summer. I'm really excited about that. You know, he's uh, obviously got a very deep background in this space and then very heavy on the data side. So that was what attracted me to him. Um, so he's going to help us build out more specific reports. Uh, more advanced reporting um, and, and look at things in a different, different light. Um, but yeah, right now we basically, anything you, you program or put in, we, we have a report for that and we can show you and visualize it in any way, shape or form. Um, but there's definitely more, you know, things we can be doing on the data science side and uh, more specific to uh, sports science. You mentioned there, obviously, um, you know, there's going to be a broad spectrum of, you know, how much uh, analysis you can put in put in there. And um, I know doing a, an internship with the strength guys and the information that Jason puts out there is kind of like, yeah, the 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 detail is 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 awesome to see. Um, but when we're speaking, or when you're speaking to, you know, other coaches and trying to collect um, data in terms of how do we make this product a little bit better? Is there any challenges that you face? Because I know speaking to, you know, especially within um, uh, within sports science, within sport, within powerlifting, everyone will have their own opinion and think, oh, well, no, I think this is important or I don't really, I don't really look at that. How have you sort of filtered that out and what challenges have sort of you fa faced with that? Yeah, you're exactly right. So every conversation I have something, somebody has a different opinion and it's very hard to build, you know, product around that because, 
can't be super flexible. So what we have managed to do in our upcoming release is have coaches build their own reports. So we built basically built a dashboard that's, we have a default view of it, but what you're going to be able to do is add different metrics that you find are necessary or valuable specific to that athlete. Because the other thing was like, some coaches have like different classes of athletes. So like, you know, gen pop plus powerlifting plus bodybuilding. And I was like, okay, we need a platform that can serve all of these uh, different, you know, uh, different clients with different fitness goals. So the new, the new reporting system we're building is like, just build it yourself. You can, you know, narrow down to any, any exercise, any metric, and you can create your own sort of dashboard and, and view that on a daily basis. And it's just, it's all auto-populated. You know, when you pull up the system, you can see that things are going in the right direction. Um, and beyond training, uh, we are getting into uh, nutrition now and physique and, and, anything to do with like building muscle or building lean muscle or losing weight. So uh, we classify that as physique, but I guess you could throw, you know, bodybuilding and general population in there. And, you know, we're going to have reports on, uh, on nutrition coaching and allow you to actually coach nutrition on our platform. Uh, you know, you can upload photos and you can see like front side back every day um, and share that between you and the coach uh, body weight, uh, BMI, body fat percentage, uh, and then also um, like the psychology aspect of it. So like we're doing athlete readiness tests, um, session RPEs. So we're trying to collect as much data from the athlete as we can. Both, uh, most of it's obviously subjective. You just, they're just you know, rating things on a scale, but then there's also that um, hardware integration point. So we could start collecting like your data that's coming from something that's uh, that's being measured by a device or, um, you know, like a velocity tracker or uh, heart rate monitor or something like that. So there's all these different avenues we can go, but to, to please everyone it is near impossible. So we're trying to figure out like, how do we, how do we build the most flexible system that a coach can design it themselves and, you know, not overwhelm themselves with data, but look at specific things that they find that are important. Yeah, definitely. I think you've said there, you know, you listed what a handful more, more than a handful of, of, of things that you're going to be tracking. And I know for me, there's sometimes as, as a coach myself, you sometimes sit and think, oh, yeah, well, I need, I, I need to track that. Oh, yeah, but, but, but what about this? And then sometimes, you know, however much you try and track, sometimes some things get, get missed off, gets, gets missed off. So having something all in one place, um, you know, and then that way, like what you said there about the coach can pick and choose what, what he's going to track because sometimes Times it might be because as well I think it's going to be specific to the lifter or the gen pop client or you know the the bodybuilder that, that you're training because it's got to be important with them which I think is useful in terms of you know tracking data um that's that kind of goes on to the next question of you mentioned before you've got like a background in uh, using data mentioned before you know competing at the at the top level in terms of powerlifting has that kind of um, have you used some of this that you the data that you wished you would have had as a, a as as a lifter and how important do you think it is actually collecting collecting this data? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I always kind of do a look back and think like because I have everything, all of my training logs from two thousand five onward uh, in a book. Like I have stacks of them. And, you know, I'll just kind of rip through them sometimes and, and, and look at 
and think, why did you do that? <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like even now, like we have um, an estimated one rep max tracker and it's done on a daily, daily basis. And it uses, uh, it, well, it accounts for reps in reserve. So essentially you're not constantly having to test but you know if you're getting stronger or progressing. Um, so that that's a really cool uh, indication. Uh, it's easy and it's readily available to any athlete or coach uh, to look at at any point in time. And you can see that trend um, because I think a lot of lifters, and I know I was guilty of this, like when you're at the beginning of a cycle, like you're doing high reps and lightweight, and you're like, oh, this sucks. Like I just want to you know, lift something heavy or you want to, you know, do something more relevant to powerlifting. You don't think that, you know, high reps are actually building, helping you in any sense. So um, what this does is, is gives you that measure of, of strength at any, any point. So if, wherever you are in your program, you'll be able to know if you're, if you're actually making progress. So I think that's one of the coolest things we have now. And it's a really easy, you know, thing to keep track of and, and, and visualize, you know, over time to make sure that uh, for any lift that you're going in the right direction. Yeah, definitely. Do you think that's where sometimes, because um, you mentioned there, you know, doing light weights and thinking, oh, how is this? How is this actually happening? I know I've been there before. I know at the start of a training block, I've had like a couple of sets of ten reps, and I'm thinking, this is absolutely <laughs> awful. Why? Why? Why are we doing this? Um, but do you think that's where sometimes lifters go wrong? And you know, the kind of thing that you know you mentioned there, having your training books from when you first started powerlifting to all the way through, you can still look at that. Okay, not all of it may may be relevant. You, you know, mentioning there, looking back thinking nah I wouldn't I, I wouldn't do that again um but do you think that's where sometimes lifters go wrong and don't you know realize the actual value um of the of the data that they've that they've you know maybe collecting over time mm -hmm. yeah absolutely you know I I think it comes back to looking at the trends and what works because not everyone's going to respond the same to a certain dose of training so um being able to pinpoint like where did I progress the most and what was different about that training block versus another? And was it even the training block? Was it something else? Like, did you just sleep better? Were you not stressed about work or studying or like, were you doing hard labor during that period? Like there's all these different types of factors. And I think just being able to track that, look at it, visualize that easily is what allows you to know what's working, what's not and optimize things where we need to. So, um, you know, really that that's what our system's all about is just bringing together all that data and, and acting as a productivity tool for both the lifter and the coach. So like making sure that things are easy because if we make it cumbersome, even though it's getting them the right data, it's still probably not a great user experience and won't be used. So we're trying to bridge that gap between making it super easy, effortless, and also giving them like very rich and relevant reports and data. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's one of the, it's the same as when we're doing, uh, you know, what you were saying there, it's similar to if we're giving someone a, you know, a nutrition plan, if it's easier to follow, they're going to be able to stick with it, right. st stick with it a little bit more. Um, in terms of the, because I know we've mentioned about, you know, you said there about having your books. I know a lot of coaches will be using sort of like the Excel, you know, spreadsheets. Do you think sometimes they'll be, because they can plot, you know, graphs and, and, and everything on there. Do you think sometimes or, or, feedback from coaches a little bit nervous about moving away from that because it's like with anything at one point 
we'd have been using training books. Then everyone was using Excel spreadsheets. Then there's sort of like the next thing, the, the next thing that, that that's coming along to make to coming along to make it a little bit more specific and and streamlined and um probably probably the the, the right word for this is just professional because I think you know especially. Uh, from what I've seen of powerlifting, it has become a lot more professional. Like these, you know, these guys and women are, you know, athletes, and it's becoming a lot more attention, especially with social media over over the last couple of words, years and everything. Do you sort of agree with that in terms of the next thing going forward? I, I absolutely agree. You know, I think it's the it's the evolution of uh, of how things are done, and, and yeah, you know, I do think powerlifting is actually quite behind. You know, a lot of other professional sports are already using platforms because, you know, Excel sheets will get you to a certain point and they do work. There's no doubt. It's a, it is an application on its own. Like I, I spent most of my life working in spreadsheets, like they're awesome, but they have limitations. And when there's limitations, there's room for improvement. And, and that's where we're trying to, you know, yes, of course we're competing with spreadsheets, but at the same time we have, a much better advantage because we have the ability to one make a much better user experience uh pulling up spreadsheets on your phone is not always the greatest experience and you know they're clunky and they're they're all over the place and everyone's look different um we can collect a lot more data like our databases are just a lot more powerful there's a video component which i do think is our biggest selling point um yes of course you can you know record a video and tag someone on instagram or send it to them through email or through them a YouTube video, but ours is all in app and there's context behind the video. So you can actually upload a video to every set. The lifter can rate the set based on an RPE. There's a clear indication between this is what the coach said. So this is the target. This is the actual result. And you can have that for every set throughout the whole workout. And then a coach can see those videos, play them directly in app and, you know, respond to them. And you know, it's not just a video. They're like, okay, this workout was done here. Um, there's also, there's gonna be the nutrition component. There's the athlete readiness component. There's the context of the workout. There's the difficulty. There's the trend of where that workout falls in the block. And then it's just streamlined. It happens so much more frequently. Like a lot of the lifters that we talked to um, over the years that decided to use, you know, whether it was My Strength or Premium or another product we had, uh, that was one of the biggest complaints about coaches is they were like, well, are they actually looking at my videos? I have no idea. Are they responding to them? Sometimes they might just like it on Instagram. Like I'm not getting that full feedback. So one of the projects we're working on now, which I'm, I'm super excited about is an integration with a software called Loom. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's like a voiceover recording. Mm-hmm. So basically in the app, when you're playing the video, you'll be able to record yourself watching the video and drawing it at the same time and it will automatically embed the link send a notification to the client and they'll be able to watch it on their phone and you could do this every workout for every exercise if you wanted to or just top sets for once a week um but yeah it's going back to your, your original point like it's it's all about for us it's all about streamlining it's like let's make it easier so that you know more check-ins check-ins happen more regularly they're more in depth there's more context things are being looked at um, and then, you know, with remote coaching being sort of the norm now, uh, video is just, like I said, it's just such an important aspect of it because numbers are one thing, but watching somebody lift is a whole different, uh, ball game. You might 
Because when you're looking at somebody's results and they're like, well, this is RP6, RP7, you're like, no, that's a nine. <laughs> and you can tell that in the video. So it just adds that extra level of detail. And, you know, I do think from a client perspective, they're going to appreciate that much more. Like, you know, coaching isn't cheap and anything to help them see value, it just benefits the coach. It helps with retention. You can, you know, you're going to look more professional. You're going to acquire more coaches. Um, and, you know, it just sort of rounds out the whole experience for everybody. Absolutely. That sounds awesome. It's, it's one of those things where, um, uh, as, as a coach, you know, one of the things I'll say to my clients is the more I see you lift, the more I have a better idea of where we need to go, go, go with training or issues in, te in technical faults, or, you know, we might be progressing a little bit, um, uh, faster than, than, than what we need to be. And exactly, you know, um, why I'm laughing is that I, as well, I've, I have had people who say, yeah, it's an RP seven. Well, not really. When I've looked at the footage, like you know, it took you five minutes to do the squat, so maybe not, maybe, 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 maybe not that. Um, but that is that is something that I think. Um, you know, you mentioned there about the coach liking the the video on Instagram, but not necessarily having feedback. And we we've touched a little bit on profession on professionalism, and it might be a, a little bit of a tangent on this, but. Do you think that in terms of the benefit to the actual coach, that it allow them to give? the the lifter and the client a little bit more value a little bit more a little bit more service because i know you know you i'm sure you've spoken to other coaches and i know i've had it before as well where people are sending whatsapp videos and you miss them or you're a little bit delayed going back but then equally you know i think sometimes you know you go you go on to instagram and type in powerlifter and loads of loads of people come up and it's not necessarily, you know, just because somebody shouts the loudest or have got, has got the biggest following will sometimes attract clients. But in terms of the value that they're getting, the lifter isn't progressing as a lifter. The lifter isn't getting the atten attention that you need. Do you think that, you know, with a, a, a system like this, it'll kind of filter out and, you know, navigate um, uh, lifters who are wanting to progress towards sort of the, the right coaches, if that kind of makes sense? Yeah, and I, I think you've nailed it. Like, there's no doubt that the client experience is what helps retain, you know, clients. It's, yeah. you know, if they're not liking what they're getting and they're not seeing value in it, then they're likely going to churn or go with someone else. Um, of course you have, you know, the, the bigger coaches, the loudest ones, like you said, the biggest followings, they're going to attract people just out of, you know, just popularity. Um, but the serious athlete is going to go with somebody who's best suited for them that doesn't make their job harder as an athlete. Like if I'm paying you as a coach, I expect things to be a lot easier. But if it's like, you know, send me this video over here and then do this. And I'm constantly trying to get, you know, feedback from you and, you know, you're late on delivering a training block and, you know, things are all kind of always or they feel like they're over the, all over the place, then, you know, that's not a great experience for the athletes. So, you know, we're trying to get ahead of that as a product. It's like, you know, a coach, if you're, if you're using our, you know, pulled by my strength book, you exact, you know, exactly when a lifter's done their, their block. And we have like auto like smart task lists that tell you like, okay, it's time to send this person a new, a new training block. Um, there's task lists for reviewing videos so you can just you know sign in and you just know like okay i have to do these things today um and, and you know i think it, it just it makes it just 
a better user experience. That's the simplest way to put it. It's just like everybody's happy. Everybody's getting what they're, they're paying for. They're seeing the value. And then that's just going to result in referrals, word of mouth, more clients, better athletes, better results on your athletes. And as a coach, it's going to save you a shitload of time. Like that's, that's another component. It's just like one thing, one tool. And you see this in business all the time. It's like, you know, productivity tools are, are why the things move a lot faster these days, you know, with, with systems like Slack or Google drive or whatever, like they're just easy. They make your life easier. And, and that's what we're trying to do from a coaching perspective is just bring it all together, make it super simple, but super powerful and in, improve the user experience on both ends. Yeah, definitely. It's good. It, it was interesting. You, you looked at sort of both sides there in terms of it's uh, from the user experience, it's easier for, for both. And I know we've sort of spoken a little bit about the, the coaching side of things in terms of tracking the data, but I think sometimes it's maybe uh, neglected or not thought of as actually what, what from, from the, from the lifters point of view of, Oh, well, actually, right. I can do it on every set. I can just set, send it over there. And I know that my coach is going to send the, uh, the send, send the feedback straight away. Um, because you know, like what we touched on before, it's that, it's that value there. Um, and it's interesting when you mentioned there about referrals and about, you know, growing and from the, from the business side of you, do you think that, um, or what are your thoughts on, especially with powerlifting coaches, sometimes it is a case of, um, right, well, we're just in the gym and every, anyone anyone will start with that. And it's, you know, trying to scale that. And again, you know, going back to uh, the professionalism side of things, do you think that, you know, it'll allow coaches to develop the business side of things? Because I know for me, it's one of those things where, you know, to keep track of everything and make it a little bit more streamlined and, and professional and a little bit more accurate in everything we're doing, it can be quite hard to to then think, you know, make things easier because you think, oh, well, I need to I need to track this over here and I need, I need to send that a little bit more. In terms of from a, a business point of view, do you reckon that makes things a little bit more scale, scalable for, you know, the, the coaching point of view? Because I know we mentioned on powerlifters and general pop clients, but to be a full-time powerlifting coach, it sometimes can be quite hard because there's probably a little bit more uh, investment in terms of what we're looking at as opposed to a gen a gen pop client who just generally wants to get stronger, generally wants to get a little bit fitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I'll touch on two points there. The first one you talked about the, the dual-sided customer and like luckily we started with direct-to-consumer. So we are actually ahead on the experience for the athlete. So we had that covers. So it was actually going backwards and being like, okay, how do we make it equally as good product for the, for the coach while also continuing to improve the athlete side? So yeah, we, when you put those two together, everybody's happy. And then the second point on the business side, that's actually my, where most of my interest lies. Like, yes, I love the power of the data. I love, you know, making sure that, you know, building training programs is cool. And they're like, you know, more than just programs and all that stuff. But, um, entrepreneurship is, you know, something that I'm, I'm really passionate about. And I really like helping coaches, you know, grow their online business. And, and this is the year to do it. And, you know, I've spent most of this year thinking about that and how can I help, you know, take somebody from, you know, having a handful of clients to having, you know, uh, you know, 50, let's say, plus different services, uh, uh, besides just the individualized coaching, because you know, the problem with individual coaching is that, you're, tr- you're exchanging time for money and there's only so much time in a day. So you, there's like a, a natural capacity. That's like, you can only 
increase your prices to make more money. Um, yes, our system helps streamline things and you save time. So maybe you can go from 40 athletes to, you know, 50 or 60 and you use the same amount of time, but, you know, to actually scale that and continue growth year over year, you do have to do other things. So, um, that's why we created push. It is a highly scalable product. Um, there is no capacity and it's completely self-serve. So basically you can build as many trading programs as you want once and you turn them into this digital product that have a lot of features in them that are, they're not just cookie cutter templates. Like they have uh, auto regulation you can build into it. You can, you know, do drop sets based on estimated one rep max for that day. Like there's, there's tons of ways that you can create, you know, very, um, you know, dynamic programs that are sort of evolving with the lifters, then you can create different blocks and just have like kind of modular approach and you can put them all together. Um, so that, that's one thing. And then, you know, there's also the education components. You can put a bunch of videos in there and then, you know, allow coaches to or coach at scale without having to actually talk to the person and the price is much cheaper. So it's a lower price point and, you know, to sell, you know, a hundred subscriptions at, you know, $30 a pop, that's like $3,000 in, you know, quote, passive income a month. So um, that's just supplement income to your individualized coaching. So, you know, we, we look at it from how do you grow both products in one and then, then you can continue growing your business. So we're really focused on, on that part. Uh, we're really focused on helping, you know, fitness entrepreneurs and coaches and creators. How do you grow a bigger online business? Um, and then, you know, how do we build the tools to support that? Uh, so that's what push and pull is all about. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're still evolving as a company and making sure that we're, we're, you know, expanding horizontally and, and going into different verticals or different domains outside of powerlifting. But, you know, that's kind of our focus right now is just strength training. Um, and yeah, it's been, uh, it's been pretty fun working in that space with all the coaches. Yeah, I can imagine that, you know, it's a lot of, uh, especially if it's something that you're, uh, you know, passionate about and being and be, being involved in, um, you know, you're saying there about uh, being able to grow a business and uh, I can imagine a lot of coaches sitting there because online, it seems as though everyone's doing online coaching. It's the, it's, it's, it's the, it's the new norm. Um, and we've mentioned about individual coaching, but um, can you see more of a trend of, you know, a lot more, um not that online coaching will surpass individual coaching. I still think there is that element of people want that, that human interaction and actually, actually working with a coach. Cause I know obviously we've spoken about uh, tracking data, about sending feedback and, and, and that sort and that sort of stuff. But um, do you think, you know, you'll give the opportunity to for like what you've mentioned there about, you know, going from 30 or 40 to, you know, be able to do, you know, half and half and, and build up and, and build up from there. Yeah. You know, I think, um, well, just on the data we have now and the, and the coaches we're working with, I won't go into specifics, but you know, that happened almost immediately where the subscription income surpassed individual coaching income very easily. And, yeah. and that, that's just due to the scaled nature of it. Um, now that's not going to happen for everybody. Like if you have a big audience or you know how to generate leads, like, of course that's going to happen. And I think that's where the business side comes in where it's like, okay, how do you, fill the top of the funnel with, you know, with leads and then how do you convert them and then how do you retain them? And, you know, we're trying to help from a product standpoint, optimize for all that. Um, but if you have any audience at all right now, you can most 
certainly sell subscriptions to a lower cost product. Like if you're having trouble selling, you know, 150 to $200 a month coaching, uh, I, I don't think everybody needs that. And I, I know a lot of coaches will say that's not the case, but you know, a lot of people don't have the resources for that and, and nor are they competing at the top level. Um, they might be just doing it recreationally and they want to be part of a community and, you know, just follow along something. And, you know, I do that, you know, I use the programs, you know, I, yeah. I did compete at elite, at elite level and I, I, I do see the value of coaching and I had coaching and all that, but, uh, you know, for off season or just maintaining, like these are perfect and it is truly a scalable product. And that's what, you know, business people need to start thinking about is like, how do you stop selling time and start turning things into, you know, digital products that sell themselves. And I, I do think that's going to be a bit of a game changer in the next couple of years when, in, in this space. Anyways, it's not going to completely wipe out coaching. There's no way people love people. And there's, there's always that person that needs, that's chasing that, you know, five to 1% improvement that needs super individualized coaching and, you know, the, from the best of the best or any competitive athlete at all that just wants an edge. Um, so that will never go away, but there's certainly going to be a, a big place in the market for more self, self-serve products. You're seeing it now in nutrition too. Like a lot of these, you know, AI driven nutrition products, like they're, they're definitely, uh, doing well at a scaled, highly scaled rate. Yeah. And it's interesting there, you know, what you, what you're saying about there's, you know, there'll be a large portion of, of people who just want to follow a program. They just want, they just, they just, they just want something there because, you know, I've had conversations with other coaches of there's only so much time that you can actually spend into the, to spend in the gym. And you actually have to start thinking about you need time for yourself, time for family, time for your own training. Um, and it's one of those things where I think you can sometimes be in that camp of, oh, well, I'm not doing online coaching because I need to, I need to see the, um, I need to be in there with my lifter and get a feel for them and all, and all these sort of things. Whereas, you know, if there's, uh, if there's the tools there to be able to still give them like what we've touched on before, the uh, professionalism, the value that they, that, that they need from, from a coach, you know, um, in terms of efficiency and uh, adding that again, professionalism to the, to the world of strength, strength sports or, or powerlifting mm-hmm. is only going to, is only going to be beneficial touching on the on the coaching side of things in terms of you know we've mentioned about you know growing in terms of a business but in terms of the accuracy surrounding the decisions in terms of programming in terms of the results that clients uh, that coaches have had with their with their clients what sort of the feedback being being from that being able to have everything in one spot rather than having one excel spreadsheet for this and then you know like what we said before watching the videos on on, on whatsapp and those sort of things what's been sort of the impact on the, re- on the results and the progression that, that the coaches are having? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, I've talked to a number of our large coaches on, on the platform now and just always checking in and getting a sense of how things are going. And, you know, we have some coaches with like well over 100 athletes and they're a single person. And, you know, I'm trying to figure out like, how do you, how do you manage your time? Like, that's a lot of people. And they said the only way they could do it was with our system. Like they, everything is kept on the platform. You know, there's not emails and messages coming everywhere. It's very streamlined. And, you know, that was able to take them from, I don't know what they had starting out, maybe 30 or 40 athletes to well over 100. Um, So that, that, you know, that, that speaks to the business side of it on the performance side. You know, I think, it's hard for me to, to tell, you know, if everyone's progressing, I could look at, you know, their, their, their data and stuff, but 
I think if you just look at retention, and, and that's something we pay a lot of attention to now, is like how long is a client staying with somebody? And we look at that from both sides, the subscription side and the just individual coaching side. We've had athletes on the platform since 2016. So like, you know, we're talking five years now. And, and you know, I don't know what the longevity is or the life cycle of a, of a client is. And maybe you probably know better than me. Like, you know, is it, is it, is it months? Is it years? Um, you know, we're seeing, we are seeing years. Like we're not, we're not seeing a whole lot of churn because um, our product is very sticky in a sense. So think of like those, those books I was talking about, you know, you're writing everything down. Now that's a digital platform and it's an app. So all of your videos, all your training logs are inside of my strength book and they're very organized and you can, you know, you have this system you log into. It's kind of like Instagram or Facebook. Um, everything's there. That's where all your pictures are. Uh, ours is, you know, that's where all your lifting videos are. That's where all your personal records are tracked. That's everything you can think of, all your programs that you receive from your coach. So I think people really like that and enjoy it. And it's, is not expensive. Like, you know, we're talking like three nine nine a month. Like it is a very, very affordable system um, that allows you to keep, you know, a lot of data, you know, look back at your journey of, of training, um, you know, make sure that, you know, you know, it keeps you accountable, like any, any type of tracker. And I, I do think that's probably the, one of the bigger advantages that coaches are seeing is, is definitely a higher retention rate. Yeah, I think as well when we when we're speaking about powerlifting and strength strength parts, it's going to be. Uh, I think patience is a really good value on there, uh, a value in 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 strength parts and powerlifting. And the more that you put in, and the longer that you stick at it, you know, the more results, the more results that you're going to get. You know, you, I've had clients go into the gym and be like, right uh, after twelve weeks. Why aren't, why aren't, why aren't I lifting the heaviest the heaviest weight I've, I've ever lifted? Right, well, you know, it's not just for not just for twelve weeks. We want to keep progressing progressing from there, and it's really good to hear, you know, that if you know uh, lifters and, and coaches are staying on that platform for for years, you know, obviously something's working. They get they're getting they're getting something out of it, and you know, with you know on on a separate topic, it might be right. We need to put X, Y, and Z in, and look at all these things for um for to prevent injuries and 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 keep making progressions. But if the tools are there and they're and they're happy using it, you know they're going to be happy with that with with that coach and happy with that um happy with that service. Um, so we've we've covered quite a you know a broad aspect of sort of my my strength book, and we've um sort of touched a little bit on you know what what are the plans for the for the future, but. In terms of uh, always speaking to coaches and developing it and trying to make it more specific and branching out into other areas, muscle building, nutrition. What sort of does the future hold for for my strength book? Where are you sort of you know from when you started it six years ago to you know diving in full time with it? What yeah. what can we expect to see? <laughs> um, yeah, like we are moving uh, faster than we ever have moved now. Um, you know now that full-time we built up a massive team and you know the products are, are scaling um you know we are looking at at everything like there's there's nothing we're not you know started diving into like we're looking at uh, like i said like bringing on jason to help build out the the analytics side and that'll probably lead into like what type of you know machine learning can we be doing um you know there's all these these tools out there that you, you can you know we can be 
building tools around to, to give to coaches. Like we'll, we'll probably never get into the space of true artificial intelligence coaching. Like I just, I, I worked with artificial intelligence for a long time and in oil and gas actually. And, and that was my, my previous career. And, um, you know, there's just a lot of data that we don't track as on athletes. And there's a lot of, it's mostly subjective. So it's, it's very difficult to actually build, you know, machine learning models that can, you know, predict things with confidence. So I don't think we'll ever get into that space, but what we will get into is, and it's like an advisory uh, tool. So like giving coaches better data to make better decisions. And it's not just reports and like facts. It's like, here's some projections or, you know, things that you should probably be aware of, you know, because this happened in the past could happen again. And we're seeing another trend. So that's one area. Um, you know, nutrition is what I'm really focused on now. Like just before this podcast, I'm, I was interviewing a number of nutrition coaches. Like I do a ton of uh, customer discovery because I'm not a nutrition coach. I'm not a strength coach. Like my job is to go out, talk to as many people as I can in this space, learn as much as I can from them, figure out what the requirements are. Then we also have, like we touched on before, the double-sided product where I have to then go talk to the, the users, the end users and be like, okay, what do you want to see? And how do, this, how do we make that easier? So it's, you know, putting all those pieces together building out a product that's, you know, user-friendly performant, and then, you know, uh, eventually launching that, that's, that's kind of the cycle. So nutrition, uh, after that, you know, I guess in tandem with that, we're building the physique side, which, um, you know, we're, we're looking at you know, different like muscular intensity diagrams, making sure that, you know, you, you're balancing out your training and, and, and the stress load on, on all of the different muscles. So we're, we have a, a bunch of cool plans for that. Um, more visual uh, features. So in, in lifting, you know, obviously videos are incredibly important, but like, you know, doing like a front side back shot every day, Photoshop with, with no shirt on is not very relevant. So uh, we're, we're adding in that component, we're adding in like daily body weight capture um, you know, and the psychology side, which would be, you know, just that athlete readiness test and then the session RPE, just so we can keep track of like, how the person's feeling. And I think a lot of times we miss that, uh, you know, you just look at training and you're like, well, if you're doing well, you're feeling good, but they might be pushing themselves to, you know, redlining it every day just to get there. So this will, will give a, uh, more data and, you know, uh, real-time feedback on, on how the person's doing as a whole, not so much just, just on training outcomes. So that's kind of the direction right now. Um, like we have so many things in the pipeline, like we're going in every different direction, but we are trying to stay hyper-focused on just like improving our core, which is, you know, allowing coaches to coach better, streamline their business, grow their business better. And then also, you know, have their clients have better outcomes, putting that all together into a product. Uh, and then, you know, uh, having it work for different domains, like not just a gen pop tool. Like there's a lot of other platforms out there, like, you know, true coach, trainerize or train heroic, whatever. Um, most of the clients we, we poach from them are, that's the reason they're like, well, it's just program delivery tool. Like there wasn't anything in it that was very data driven or whatever. So that's where, that's where our competitive advantage is. And we're, and we're also, uh, also focused on the user experience side. Yeah. And then I guess, something I forgot to mention was, you know, you touched on it a couple of times about the professionalism, our platform is completely white labeled. So 
you essentially launch your own app with us. Whether you're on the coaching side or the subscription side, they're both managed in one product and it's through your training app. So you can choose the colors, the logos, the, the icons, like all of that is customizable. So, you know, really as a coach that, you know, to build your own app, it's millions of dollars. Like, you know, you'd have to have a full team of engineers and designers, and it's just not possible. Like nobody can do that unless you have, you know, a highly scaled business model behind it. So we're able to give that for free, essentially. Uh, like there's no cost to signing up with us. And then, you know, on the coaching side, it's, it's a variable price per user. So if you have one athlete, well, it's not very expensive. Um, but you can launch with your own app, which, which goes a long way in, in looking professional. Like it's, it's your brand, it's front and center. It gives you more exposure. Like if somebody shares a screenshot of their training, like it's full of your logos and stuff. So, you know, little things like that go a long way in just, you know, helping out, helping grow your business. Yeah, definitely. I know we've touched a lot on there about all of the data that we're going to track and the and the tools for it and developing as as a business. But one one of the things that I sort of took from that was, you know, in terms of the AI that a lot of uh, a lot of other apps may use, and you just get a report saying, "Well done, this is this is all of your stats." I think the common theme throughout there was the the human element side of things. Because, you know, we touched on it in terms of, right, well, we can't spend a lot more time in the gym, but we want to work with a lot with, with a lot more people and develop it as a business. And, you know, uh, you, you said it in, uh, in uh, earlier on as well in terms of lifters will gravitate towards the people that they want to work with rather than just, well, I'm not just going to work with this app because, you know, it gives me the best report. It's I want to work with this coach because they've had results with X, Y, and Z people. Of you know you can you can see it from there. I like their you know I like their branding or I like how they put themselves across or I like the feedback that they're getting in terms of all, all the tools that you've had. So um, yeah, it's a uh, uh, quite a lot of topics covered there. But um, uh, yeah, I thought that was an interesting chat in terms of you know um, uh, my strength book and you know what where, what's going to happen going forward and you know a tool um, that's only going to benefit you know the the powerlifting community and the strength community, but also, you know, branching out into other areas as well. So the, the final question of everything that I've, uh, that all we've chatted about there is uh, what would be your take on points or words of wisdom? Yeah. Uh, well, I'll keep it sort of business focused as that was the team. Um, you know, now is a great time to go and, and start a new business. There's a lot of change in the world. A lot of things are there's a lot more opportunity than there was, you know, 15 months ago. Um, to definitely just get started you know there's there's no there's no harm in, in trying start small you know be passionate about what you're going to work on like you know if you have to wake up and think about that thing and that problem every day make sure that you enjoy that space <laughs> um and yeah just like go after it you know find uh find something that run all these experiments find something that's working double down on it and uh yeah you'll you'll find success Absolutely. I think that's a, a good words of wisdom to finish on there because uh, I think people are wanting that coaching and especially with everything, you know, especially with gyms closed for such a long time, there's an opportunity there to, to go after what you're, uh, what you're, what you're passionate about because, you know, I've had clients myself that have come to me and been like, yeah, do you know what, working from home for the last year and a half, I've not actually, it's something that I don't want to do. I want to go and do other things, which, um, you know, sometimes it's just, having that confidence to take that leap a little bit sometimes and, and be like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to give it a go. So uh, yeah, thanks a lot for taking the time to, to chat with Mike. Really enjoyed, really enjoyed the chat. Um, 
in terms of if anyone's got any, whether it's lifters or coaches, have got any questions about the topics that we've that we've covered today, uh, want to see the content that you put out there, or you know, sign up for my strength book. Where can people find you or, or ask you any questions? Yeah, so um, we have a free trial for the coaching platform. Uh, just go to mystrengthbook.com and check out the pull product. Uh, you can also request access for either pro- product, and, and we'll get a. I'll, I'll email you back. Um, you can find us on Instagram uh, at my strength book and personal, my personal Instagram is Mike Mac underscore one, two, three, and that's M A C. Um, and yeah, if you have, if anybody has any questions on the platform, I do give every coach a personalized one-on-one product demo. Um, so I'm happy to walk you through it. And, you know, I'm, I'm very confident that we'll be able to uh, make your life a lot easier. And I'm you know happy to chat about uh, some of the, the pain points you might be having now and maybe we can you know help solve some of that and build features around it and make sure that uh we're growing the the industry uh together because that's a uh, you know powerlifting still has a long way to go in terms of relevancy and, and strength training as well so we uh we definitely need to uh to work together on that yeah, absolutely. I think it's a, a good stepping stone and in, in taking powerlifting in a direction where it uh, where where it, you know need, needs to be going. Um, so thanks a lot, Mike, for taking the time to chat with me. Really enjoyed, uh, really enjoyed the chat. Uh, thanks a lot to everyone listening, and I will see you all next week.